Hello and welcome to the Greenhouse Church Podcast. My name is Benj Gould and I'm the lead pastor. We are all about creating an environment where anyone can follow the way of Jesus. So we hope that this teaching helps you on your way. So we're reading from Luke 9 today, um, 57 to 62. On the road, someone asked if he could go along. I'll go with you wherever, he said. Jesus was curt. Are you ready to rough it? We're not staying in the best inns, you know. Jesus said to another, follow me. He said, certainly, but first, excuse me for a couple of days, please. I have to make arrangements for my father's funeral. Jesus refused. First things first. Your business is life, not death, and life is urgent. Announce God's kingdom. Then another said, I'm ready to follow you, master. But first, excuse me, excuse me while I get things straightened out at home. Jesus said, no procrastination, no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off till tomorrow. Seize the day. Awesome. Thank you, Erin. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, good. <laughs> we'll hope our baby keeps quiet in the background too. But if not, you know, that is what it is. That feel, it will feel like church, right? There's noise. <laughs> um, well, we've come to the end of Luke 9. We've been kind of, I guess, studying through it for quite a few months now. And it might have feel, feel, felt a bit sporadic, but you might want to even go back and read some of that as a good reminder um, to what, you know, God has spoken over that time where we've gone through it a bit more in depth. But in brief, we've seen so many miracles and encounters. Jesus has revealed himself, who he really is. And, you know, people are starting to think, well, you know, I, I think, really want to follow this guy. He's incredible. And, um, he is God, you know, people are having revelations of that. And so here we see three encounters and it's very brief. Um, it's only short. We, in the, we don't hear much context here about who these people are or why they've come to Jesus, why they want to follow him or why he's asking to, to, for them to follow him. Um, so it feels a bit harsh. I don't know about you when um, Aaron was reading that. It kind of feels like Jesus being pretty frank here and maybe even a bit like like oh I don't know if I want to follow him if he says I can't bury my father you know like there's there's some tough stuff in that but I guess I firstly want to start off by going through the scripture today we'll unpack it a little bit so we can kind of understand what Jesus heart is in around this I want to tell you a story about a dangerous mountain that I climbed <laughs> which is relevant and then I've got a question for you. So uh, three kind of different spheres of things today, but it'll be nice and short. And then we'll have some time to kind of connect together as well at the end. So through these three encounters, Jesus is saying, um, firstly, to the man um, who kind of says, you know, I'm ready to follow you. I'm ready to go on this journey. We don't know the context of, of that, but we know from who, who we've seen of Jesus, he knows people's heart. And I think um, here he's saying, speaking to this man's heart, you know, 
it's not going to be easy. Are you ready for that? It's not just a comfortable ride and an, an easy journey. I'm not going to make things super easy. We're not staying in the most comfortable ends. Following me doesn't mean an easy road. Are you ready for that? So that's the first lesson, I think, which is relevant to all of us. You know, accepting Jesus doesn't mean it's going to be easy. The second man, you know, we see, he says, um, um, or Jesus says to him, would you follow me? He says, ah, yeah, but um, I need to do something first. And it's not an insignificant thing, um, burying your father, especially, I think, in those times as well. And, but he's saying something deeper again here, speaking to the person's heart. Where's your first priority? If you're going to follow me, will you really put me first? And he's also saying, what is most important right now? I'm here and I'm moving and I'm doing things. Put me first. And um, again, I think that sense of urgency that Jesus is talking about there is, is relevant for us. What is really important, you know? And I don't think Jesus is saying, don't spend time with family or don't do the, those things that are important, but put me first and then those things will come. And then the third person, um, in some of the commentaries I read, it said that this person was just a little bit distracted and procrastinating and things like that. So we might find a lot of ourselves in that. Um, you know, I, I want to follow Jesus, but yeah, there's these other things that I want to get straight first, or um, I've got a few other priorities that are also along with Jesus. And, you know, I think I find myself a lot in that as well. Um, that there's a number of things in our lives that um, are important, which is good. But he's saying, today's the day, put me first, do today what I ask of you. And I love that in the message version that it ends with seize the day. Like, and each day has, God has something for us um, when we're following him. So if we're seizing that, it's not that the other things don't come as well, but we might see God work in that day and in those moments um, when we're following him. So it's not easy, requires us to put him first. And he says, don't look back, don't procrastinate, today's the day. And I was thinking about this, you know, we don't know much about these three people, um, but I thought about the disciples that did follow him and choose to like surrender some of the things in their lives in order to follow him. What happened was along the way was where the transformation happened, where things, you know, in their family were sorted out, where they learned and were molded and grown. They didn't have to sort things out first in order to follow him, but he helped them sort things out along the way. So I think there's an encouragement there for us to say, if we choose him, transformation and the things happen as we go along the journey. So to my story, <laughs> um, we, Jamie and I were in um, England living at the time. I'd just moved there and we went out to a place in Wales with a friend, um, my friend Ellie, and also Sarah Day, which some of you know. She was um, with us at the time. Anyway, my friend Ellie said, hey, let's, um, I know of this mountain. Let's go and climb it. It's a beautiful walk. Um, when we get to the top, there's a cafe, beautiful view. It'll be a really nice day out. So we go, great, sounds amazing. Always up for adventure. Let's go. 
Um, and I wasn't super prepared because I'd only just moved to England and Sarah had only kind of packed the things that she needed to come and stay. So we were in Wellington boots, which Aussies you would know as gum boots and thick socks in the middle of January. And I think Jamie had some substandard joggers on and Ellie was wearing some lovely leather designer boots. And because she suggested it, I thought, well, if she's wearing that, it must be a pretty easy journey. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> it was um, the first kind of mountain part we went to. We thought, look, this looks great. You know, once we get to the top of that, it'll be amazing. But we turned the corner and then there was another peak. And again, we got to the top of that and there was another peak. And the third peak was a snow-capped mountain. <laughs> and um, we thought, I don't know if we're kind of up for this, but we've come this far. We'll keep going. Let's just see how far we can get. I think Sarah had a lot of wisdom, which um, she used to say, I think I'll stick this one out and I'm gonna just wait until you guys come back. But the three of us set off and um, decided to climb this narrow little, very steep path to this snow-capped part. And hikers are passing us like putting spikes into their shoes and they've got snow poles and everything. Um, we thought, yeah, this is, this is not what we kind of were hoping for. And there certainly wasn't a cafe at the top. <laughs> but my memory and I guess lesson from that story is I always think back to it of how focused I was on just putting one step in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. I was so present. And it's probably one of the most, the moments I've been most present and focused in just those next steps. And, you know, um, G uh, Jamie was in front of me, um, Ellie was kind of behind me, we were doing it together. There was a sense of, um, you know, kind of togetherness. Um, and so out of that, I, I guess, I just wanted to paint that picture for you of, Jesus, when he asks us to follow him, he won't always tell us what's ahead and the dangers that lie ahead or the challenges that you'll face, but he promises to be with us. And we're just asked to put one foot in front of the other, one step next. And he says, he'll be in front of us and behind us. He will be with us wherever we're going. It's a choice to follow Jesus. It's a choice every day, every moment, in every conversation. And um, I want to choose that. I want to choose every day to, and every moment. And I want to be transformed to do that. I'm not there yet. Um, a, a song came to my mind this morning, actually. Um, it, I was just singing it in my head. It's an old one, Darlene Check says, um, Lord, give you my heart. I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. Um, the great John Gould, I think I'm quoting you right. <laughs> um, I got passed on this quote from you, so you can requote later if it's not right. But he said, Jesus, we can accept Jesus in our heart, but it takes a while for Jesus to get into our bones. And um, 
that might be from someone else, but <laughs> I heard it through John and through Jamie. And I think that's an interesting picture, isn't it? You know, even when we accept Jesus into our heart, um, it takes a long time for, for transformation to happen and us to really be doing what we want to be doing. And that's okay. I think that's going to take a lifetime. It's going to take a lifetime of following Jesus and, you know, that we kind of work out what it looks like. Um, yeah. So if we're following Jesus, who is Jesus and why would we follow him? And I just want to remind you um, before we close and I ask you a question, um, who he is and why would we follow him? Well, he's a God that knows us more than anyone else, even before birth. So he had already thought of us from the beginning. He is the creator of heaven and earth and everything is under him. He is a God who sent his son to die. He loves us that much. He has healed the sick, raised the dead, has forgiveness over all of the places that we fall short. He has grace to keep welcoming us back every time we mess up. He's given us a Holy Spirit that is always with us, empowering us, giving us the energy and strength and words to do whatever he asks us to do. A God who provides for all of our needs. A God who has a purpose and a plan for us individually to thrive and for his message of love to be shared. That's a God I want to follow. Um, I've had on my heart recently that um, in Joshua 24, there's a um, story at the very end, Joshua's asked um, all the tribes of Israel to come together. And he says, kind of lays out what God's done so far. They didn't even know of the promise of Jesus yet. Um, and he says, you know, because God's done all of this, who are you going to follow? Who, who will you follow? There's so many gods out there. And he says, as for me and my household, I will serve the Lord. I will serve and follow the Lord. So my question for you today is, who will you follow? You personally, not just us as a community, not us, you know, as a culture, who will you follow? And I want you to kind of put yourself in scripture today as one of those people. If Jesus asked you, follow me, will you follow me? What would you honestly say? What things, and we all have them, would we say, do you know what, I've just got to do this? Or this is really on my mind right now and I've got to sort that out first. Or, um, you know, there's someone else that you feel like you're following. Sometimes we can be following our spouse, our partner um, in the faith area, you know. Sometimes it's somebody else that we're, we're following actually more than we are purely Jesus. So I'm just going to give you some space now, just a, a little bit of time for you to maybe, if you're quite a visual person, person you might want to just picture that, picture Jesus um, in front of you, asking you um, to follow him. And you might want to recommit to following him. Um, or maybe you want to kind of just surrender or um, lay down some of those things that 
um, might be holding you back from following him or putting him first. So I'll give you a moment and then I'll pray. And then I think after that, what we're going to do is go into some breakout rooms. And I wonder if you might want to use that time, not just to catch up, but to ask one another if you might want to share a bit deeper what's kind of brought, it's brought up for each of you and um, even pray for one another if you feel comfortable. So give you some space now.